Hello and welcome back to the Miss Amanda Chen Show. I've got some new episodes for the 100 Masked Men series where I anonymously interview different men from all walks of life about dating, sex, gender roles, and the meaning of masculinity. This week, these guys get real intimate with their sexual kinks as we break barriers to what most men say are off-bounds when it comes to sex talk. Masked Man number 23 is the Masked Caller. One of the very few guys that actually focus on listening to women, he often has phone sex with platonic female friends. He has a curiosity to learn more about people's sexual desires and says that this type of conversation is usually off-bounds when it comes to his male colleagues. But there are consequences to being a rare breed. He shares his story about having disappointment with romantic relationships that involve damaged women projecting their past experiences onto him, and the unfairness of having to undergo undeserved punishment from the actions of other men in her life. Well, I guess in this story, we really can say not all men. I hope you enjoy the show. Straight up, majority of the girlfriends that, with the exception of one that I've been with, I've always had sex toys. So this shit's normal to me. I've never like, thought of it as like, what the fuck? Like, why do you have a sex toy? I masturbate, you masturbate. Cool. We're good. Do you uh, ask so, how to use it? Do you ask her how to Does she just bring it? Like, how does it... No, it's just normal. It's in the nightstand. It's on the... Like, sometimes it's like, like it's just in the bed. Like, oh, cool, fuck. What's the, what the hell is this thing vibrating? Oh, shit. All right, here's your vibrate. It's just always been normal. But like, I told you this before. You're not the first girl that said that to me. Mm-hmm. Right, in, in a sense that every time I brought out a sex toy in front of a guy, they get upset. To me, it's odd because, like, if the girl's going like, "Fuck, I need this to come," then cool, <laughs> do what you gotta do. Like, mm-hmm. let's incorporate it. But I think for dudes, they probably this is a guess, but I'm assuming this that I'd probably say it's accurate. Guys probably look at it as like, "Oh, fuck, I'm inadequate," and you're trying to tell me I'm inadequate. As a sign, like, instead of me vocalizing it, you know, like... Uh, maybe, but, like, to me, it's a sex toy. Like, so to me, toys have always been part of sex. I can probably see why other guys do it, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you jerk off at night or wherever. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend needs to do it. Who cares? Let her. So, like, you... why does it matter? I just don't understand why it matters. A lot of dudes are probably going to hear this and be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? So, but, like... I, this is my theory. You tell me what you think. This is what I've heard recently, which makes me upset. So um, I don't like that sex begins and ends with the erection, right? As soon as it's up, it goes in, comes out, finishes, right? Whereas a woman's sexuality is fluid, mm-hmm. right? So she can not come at all for the entire duration, or she can come left 12 times during the duration. Yeah. Like, who yeah. knows? Yeah. But the guy's pretty systematic in, like, goes up. Finishes, goes down. That's yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my problem with guys is I don't like that guys decide when sex begins and ends. That's why I introduce sex toys, so that I decide when sex begins and ends. Which means I should decide when it begins, yeah. then sex happens, and then I don't... And then even after he finishes, I'm still going. Because I think yeah. women are more fluid and there is no end. You know what I mean? So guys come in and out. Okay, so you think it's a porn thing. I think I don't think it's only a porn thing, but like I think, well, deeper than porn. It's a story. That's no, I think this is a um, patriarchal society. Men, men dominate, women submissive, right? Like in just general, yeah. glass ceiling, blah blah. blah. We know this is a reality. This has always been the case. Like, so there, it starts there, and then porn forever has been all about 
guys fucking girls. It's never girls fucking guys. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Even if it's like um, a gangbang. Okay. Typically, it's like guys fucking a girl. But there's the word reverse gangbang. Mm. Right? In descriptions of like these porns, it's, it's always like luckiest guy in the world. But it's never like luckiest girl in the world when she's being fucked by like six guys or whatever. Mm. You, know, you see what I'm trying to say? It's a domination. It's always thing. Yes, the, the control. dominate control. So in that, the the nuance of like the woman females orgasm is always lost. It's never talked about. It's always about the dude finishing. Yes, yeah, always. Exactly. Yeah, so always, 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 and it's assumed that the girl's always coming to at the same time because she's saying it. Yes, she's talking or, about or just it. wanting it. Or yeah. yeah. Now, if that was changed, if whatever you want to call um, mainstream porn was changed, and more and more porn came up or there's like longer discussions and whatever it is, then yeah, maybe. But if you actually go talk to porn stars, they actually get it. They have a very different fucking stance on sex in general. Well, it's a business for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, aside from that too, right? Like, But like male porn stars understand like female porn stars like and like why, what the orgasm is and what, what, what women need to get, like what it takes to get there, et cetera. Like they have a very interesting perspective on sex. It blows your mind. Well, it's something that they practice. Right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like so, you like, got to become an expert at so it. So right? although the film is showing like this dude just like having an orgasm or coming on a girl's face or whatever it is, and like she's also super satisfied in like the ten minutes that they have sex for, it's not like that at all, mm-hmm. right? Like, but like they don't seem that way. They know what's going in, yeah. right? It's very, but it's like the viewer was just like, oh, that's that sex. Gonna come on this girl's face and it's gonna be she's gonna love it. Yeah. It's like some girls love that shit and they want it and it's like good enough but majority of the girls it's not right and then that majority is never talked about yeah. so it's always this domination submissive thing I think I think it's a big part of it well I just look at the storylines like you just said it's like guy fucks girl guy fucks girl always or girl gets fucked by this guy you know it's like yeah. always it's never girl asks you know like girl demands it and you know I'm saying like it's starting to come up now mm-hmm. it's starting to and like, think about it. You learn about porn or sex or masturbation and like grade four sex ed or whenever mm. it gets introduced. And it's about masturbation. But that's not where you learn about sex. You learn about sex through porn and like fucking Playboy and like, you know, these magazines and now the internet, just like whatever, Pornhub. Let's mm-hmm. use that as an example. That's where people are learning about sex. Survey people, where's the first time you've seen sex? Heard about I did not watch porn until... Not, not you, but like in general, like survey the kids now growing up. Or I whatever, think right? kids like, now, yes. But I think women yeah. did not look at porn until they started having sex. Probably. Whereas like men and saw even then, porn first. Hold on, there you go. Even then, you watch porn as your first understanding of sex. You probably had sex for the first time and like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I guess I gotta just sit here, open my legs and like, oh, this hurts. This is fucking uncomfortable. This sucks. Guy like puts it in like three times and like fucking comes and like, oh, this is great walks off and you're all like super fucking confused like the what was that yeah like this, was this what is this supposed to be let me go watch some porn yes oh then, this is sex all right cool next time you I'm try again do it. Yes. yeah yes right like it's but that's what i mean if that's the only way that's the only education but i think that's the system western. right now i think it's the western way i think it's north america way you go to like europe is really different like, pegging is a big thing in europe okay right, like, anal play is huge in europe for guys and girls doesn't make you gay for getting fucked in the ass when you do like a uh, a strap on with your girlfriend. Like people enjoy that a lot. Mill G spots in the ass. Mm-hmm. 
right? So in Europe is moved to Japan and Asia, whole another world of like fetish culture there. Like people licking eyeballs and shit. Like it's like <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. all like it, but it's like to, it's normalized there, right? You, yeah, you, culture like your environment is a huge thing. Huge. Sure. And you're right. I think it's definitely patriarchy here, here. in North America. Right, like it's embedded in who we are as a culture. It's definitely suggested that, like, yeah. you know, and it's brought up to us in the system. Like, this is how. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Secretary, sexy. Oh, fuck, look at your Halloween costume. Sexy nurse. Sexy vampire. Why not, like, a real fucking vampire? Why does the vampire have to be sexy? You know, and, like, the term slut, whore. It's always a submissive thing. You know what I mean? Like, so, when you talk to women now, mm -hmm. like, do you gauge that she has this, like, preconceived notion of like all men objectify her in this way and like does that change how she interacts with you you think I, if you're romantically uh, pursuing her like what matters to you conversations you and getting to know each other like really to be honest sounds sounds pretty straightforward and simple if we're having a conversation and you can't like i'm the one constantly talking i don't i'm, I'm done <laughs> we're, we're done we're out of here i'm out of here and losing interest you stimulate me, like, ask me questions, get me to talk. I, like, talk. Don't let me be the one carrying the conversation. If that's not happening, then I'm losing interest. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. So you like that kind of collaborative concept between you and a woman. But I think a lot of the times is a guy trying to convince a girl to like them back. Usually, so it's why why the fuck am I convincing anybody to like me? I'm a good person. Like <laughs> everybody who knows me knows that I'm a good person. I don't mean you harm. If people don't like me, cool. Fuck. All right. I don't need you as a friend. Like I have a lot of friends in my life. I'm good. I like, um, cares. So then, how do you how do you meet a new girl that you're interested in? Uh, like, is is there any aff affiliation with you know? I'm not her uh, acceptance of you is going to mean more about you. No. Like, I'm not chasing after a woman. Like, I don't fucking really care. Like, I, it just seems weird. Like, if we're having a conversation and everybody is, like, talking. Look, okay, hold on. Let me, let me back up. I think, like, in social settings, everybody tries this. Like, there's always this, like, this feeling out process when you meet somebody. Like a dance. Yeah, there's always, right? Like, it's like, hey, I said something. There's this person picking up on it. All right, they're getting comfortable. Cool, now we can start having conversations. In a club, it's different, like, Dudes are like super boisterous. I'm pop a bottle. This girl paying attention to me. Yeah, all right, cool. Come over. It's a flex, right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but, so like whatever version of that dance is, it exists everywhere. Okay. It exists with me when I have conversation. I've never met somebody and like, you know, throw stuff out whichever way. It's corny as fuck or like super good or whatever it is. And then if the conversation starts, then it starts. Then it goes from there. But I'm not like seeking. I should not go over there. Let me go talk to her. I hope she talks to me. I, don't, I just don't care. Just doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Do you have friends that do care? Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Success to them or like their self-worth is hinged on this girl. Yeah. Liking them or giving them attention. Sure. I, I think everybody. Yes. hundred percent. It doesn't, I don't care for it. I just don't give a shit. And then once the conversation starts and it starts and then if we're good, then we're good. Like my problem is that's how I think. But women that I talk to don't think that way. And I have to be like super clear about it. Like I've had to bring this up a number of times in the past. I remember an ex-girlfriend of mine was like, are you trying to mansplain? I didn't even know what the fuck mansplaining meant. 
<laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, listen, it's my opinion that I'm giving you. If you don't like it, disagree with me. Let's have a conversation. I'm not trying to teach you anything. You've asked me a question and we're having a conversation. Here's how I think. I might be wrong. I might be right. But let's have a fucking conversation. This is not a factual thing. This has just been my opinion on it. It's like, oh, no. Like, are you mansplaining? I'm like, no. Are you with me if you don't believe this to be true? Like, stop pushing your past on to me. I'm not that. Don't put that on me. I'm just telling you something based on my experience. If you don't like it, cool. Let's talk about it. Tell me why you think I'm wrong. And we can move from there. But don't. Don't push your past onto me. It's not me. I don't give a fuck what happened. That's not me. I don't care if the last ex-boyfriend was a dickhead. That was him. I'm not that. Have I ever been a dickhead to you? No. You know this. And if, if I have been and you haven't told me, how the fuck do I know? Talk to me. Have that conversation. Don't shut down. Talk to me. I've had to do that a couple times. So I think that's interesting because I think it doesn't matter, male or female, if you're grounded with yourself and your self-worth mm-hmm. and you meet someone that not grounded and doesn't know their self-worth they're gonna project their for sure it's all, always been all of their shit right? always always and it's fucking i hate that shit you know how hard that is holy fuck it sucks man it's fucking terrible like i know it's happening and i was like yeah, we've had this conversation countless times stop projecting your bullshit that you have with other people onto it's not me you know this people are creatures of habit and you go back into your circle of comfort and like where your walls are where you feel the most safe God damn, that's a lot of work to get people out of that. Yeah, and the way to feel safe if you were a victim is to stay a victim, right? Yeah. Keep that mentality 100%. going on. Like, and then keep attacking. Who do I right? trust the most? Myself. Yeah. Because my experience has been super shitty my entire life, and so my wall, my little room here is where I'm the best. The safest is where I trust the most. It prevents you from having a deeper relationship. It really fucking does, and you lose a lot of good people and potential relationships in your life when you think that way. I'm not saying it's easy to get out of it. It's just, it just is what it is. And like, so I had like, to that point, this is why I was saying that porn stars are like super different. I've known some women who are in porn and who are like sex workers or strippers and like, it's, hell, they're the most chillest people in the fucking world. Aside from the ones who've obviously had trauma in their life and, you know, have gone through, but like the one, there are some who just don't give a shit and like, they're good. They're super comfortable. They get it. And you can have the most open conversations with them. I feel relieved sometimes. I'm like, oh shit, we can actually have a real dialogue. God damn, like this was hard before. <laughs> Fuck. I like say hi to a girl in an elevator. In an elevator, I'm like genuinely trying to say fucking hi. Like I don't give a shit. And like all of a sudden, I know there's a wall. Like this guy's trying to pick me up. Oh fuck, all right, whatever. This is why I stopped giving a shit. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. Like if, if you're just gonna assume that, then fuck it. I don't care. Like you also gotta drop your wall to like. Have a conversation with me. I don't need to impress you. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna pay attention to you. So, what was your childhood upbringing like to get yourself to this kind of healthy comfort of your own self worth? Like, how, how was your journey? I don't know. I think it was normal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. I was just like, I don't know. To me, it's always been just this is just what it was. But dad really respects my mom. My mom really respects my dad. They fight over the dumbest shit in the world. They get it. They have a really good fucking dynamic. They do. And how do you know that they respect each other compared to other parents that you see? Well, I'm sure other parents respect each other too. But like, like, I remember like if I was ever disrespectful to my mom or to try to take one of their side, they both just yell at me. I'm like, wait, I'm trying to help you. Like they're in an really? argument. Do you know what I mean? Like they're in an argument, and I'm helping my mom. No, she's like, 
don't, don't, don't talk to you that way. I'm like, wait, I'm defending you. Or if I did the same thing with my dad, my dad was like, don't talk to your mom that way. I was like, what the fuck? I'm confused here. And then, you know, my dad would explain to me, he was like, hey, well, your mom, your mom dudes, like, we argue, but we're good. Mm-hmm. Everyone fights. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I just stayed out of their arguments. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. You guys argue, because then you're making tea for each other. Like, you know, you're massaging each other's foot after the argument. Do you think that uh, helped you be able to deal with arguments a lot easier than other people do because you don't take it personally? Maybe, perhaps. I've never, to be honest, I've never thought about it that way. Maybe. I would think you would. Like, I, I, I think you maybe. I'm, I'm diffuse sure. arguments a lot, right? Because that's probably how you've seen it. It's never been a personal thing for you. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. I just don't care about arguments, to be honest. Like, like fair arguing, let's just have a conversation. Let's put it on the table. Let's move on. So that's what my parents have done ever, forever. Argue, argue, argue. 15 minutes later, what do you want to eat? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, cool. All right. So yeah. it's never been serious. Yeah, you're just no. like, no argument is like do or die. No. It's like, we're going to fight. Cool. Let's fight. All right, now we're good. They don't carry shit over. And I guess that's why you don't tolerate it when other people do. Yeah, just don't give a fuck. Like, why, why are we arguing? I thought we're past this. Like, to me, it's like we've had a conversation and talked about it. Cool. Like, you know my intentions. I'm going to make mistakes and you're going to make mistakes. Cool. But like, we've had this conversation. It's never intentional. So what would you say are, like, your typical relationship dynamics that you'd say? Fucking hard. <laughs> yeah? Holy shit. Like, how... To, you guy, to get people to be radically honest and just, like, oh, is fucking difficult, man. Oh, my God. I don't think anyone's at that level. Like, like holy shit. I just, like, I lay it out there. We have conversations. Like, yeah, this is what I am. Like, what you're getting is what you're getting. If you ever have issues, just tell me. Just fucking tell me don't project I get it i'm not your past try like i know it everyone has baggage get it we all come from it cool talk to me if you're not going to talk to me we're not going to evolve like jesus christ this has always been that way like I'm constantly find myself like just like trying to unpack shit well you're not that's not your responsibility no it's not right? but like but you're in it so you're like well how the fuck all right, and then I stop. I'm like, all right, cool. You want to block up? <laughs> Fine. It's a put the yeah. put the wall up. I don't give a fuck anymore. Okay. Right. And then it's always like, I hate to like generalize this, but this has happened so many times. Like it's just like, fuck, there we go again. No, no, it's my fault. It's not about your fault or my fault. Just like fucking talk to me. That's what I'm asking for. Then we're back to normal, and we're all good. And then I see the same trend happening again. It's just like. Going down the same path again. Open up. Don't hold the shit close to you. It's like I, this happened multiple times. It's just like Jesus Christ to me is always like, how's everybody like this? Like fuck. Also, another reason why I just don't give a shit anymore. Like you can't be open and honest with me. Like cool. All right. I don't. I don't need. I think that's crazy from coming from a guy yeah. saying that like all these girls aren't opening up to you because I have the opposite where guys don't open up to me. Right. So like, but I also think. I'm a lot more closed off than you are. So. I, well, so here's the way I, I work on this. I, over time, I, I echo the other person. I reciprocate. Cool. I put it out there. This is who I am. You show me, I show you kind of thing. You, you, you know what I mean? And then I've, I've gauged it over that. I give it out there in the very beginning. Super open, super candid. This is what's up. This is how I think. This is how I feel. Blah, blah, blah. Um, post that, then it becomes... You know me now, so let's talk. Mm-hmm. So we do, and I try to continue that 
But then I start to like, yep, talk to me. If I see you're not doing it, I'll give you an olive branch. Like, here you go. Catching this and I catch on? Yeah, no. All right. And then I'm just like, I can't help you get past that. Like, I don't know how else to fucking do it. So I think people want the chaos. Like, they, they think that sure. the chaos is validating or the anxiety that they get and the un- uncertainty, insecurity, blah, 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 measures up to the validation that this person is meant to be. You know? Like, you need to be in constant, bias. In constant torture in order to validate. It's a self-serving bias. Yeah. So if you're not giving them that torture and discomfort and uncertainty. Why? Because you shouldn't. No one should have that. <laughs> why the fuck do I do things think something worse for you? Like, why? Because what pleasure do I get out of this? You're right. <laughs> why, why, why do I have to put in extra effort to not be honest? Like, I don't understand that shit. Like, That's what I hate. I hate that, like, people are rewarded for shitty behavior. And like you're, like what you're doing right now, like open and honest behavior, you, you get no reward for it. You know, when actually it should be the other way around. Yeah, I, I yeah, I can't disagree with that. This is what I was saying earlier, like comfort, mm, double-edged sword. People think take comfort as a positive sign, right? Isn't it easier to have the fucking answers that you're looking for? We're actually always in a state of discomfort, in my opinion. Like, remember, like when you're, when you're doing an essay when you're in high school, like, oh fuck, I gotta get this essay done, and when you get it done, you feel so relieved. Stress over an exam in university or college or school, and like, oh fuck, fuck exam's done best relief in the world same shit why hide secrets why lie about things like who fucking cares we're adults we're in our 30s who the fuck cares not killing anybody i'm not saving the world just be honest it's cool that's a lot to ask man. shit has consequences yeah. right like the world has consequences we're always give and take it's always there it's fucking understand that and move on like to me it's just too much work now to like try to impress somebody i'm gonna yeah, it's a lot. I don't need to. That's the, the, It's just where I've gotten to. And I think that's good. You know, you, you've now set your boundaries. You're just like, no, this is my capacity for, yeah. you know, like, this is what we're doing. You don't have to put yourself out there. You don't have to do the work, In the right? past, I try to, like, I remember another ex-girlfriend of mine. It was better at work. And all this talk after work and all that stuff. And, like, we actually, like, really got to know each other and started hooking up. And, like, it was cool. But when we broke up, like first I was like super fucking devastated. I was like, oh man, I love this girl, so I wanted to marry her. And like, what the fuck happened in my eyes? Like I'm sitting there going, like, why the fuck did we break up? Like, I was always just so good. What happened here? Um, why isn't she understanding like where I'm coming from? It was like it was a misunderstanding as to why we broke up. But everyone I spoke to about it, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we get it. That that makes complete sense. It's like, yeah, I don't know why she doesn't get it. Like, what the fuck's going on here? But what I realized over time was. I was always helping her out of her situations. Oh, I'm stressed at work. Oh, so I'm talking to you about work. How do you, how do you deal with it? Oh, I'm stressing my mom and my brother and my sister, blah, blah, blah. My family. Okay, here's how you deal with it. That was our relationship. You were we just the always, problem solver? Yeah. And then when the problem came between us. You can't solve it. If I can't solve problem. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, hold on. It was super fucking one-sided. In my eyes, I'm just like, yeah, we don't get it. I don't get it had these conversations like and after that point i'm like i'm not solving anyone's problem fuck this like we're all adults they have a problem to solve cool go to a psychiatrist go get help unless you're I, I will be there to support you if you need support i'm there for you that's just what i'll do but like once i start seeing that pattern of reliance 
and nothing else. It's just constantly Goliath. I'm like, hmm, not good. That's not a good sign. All right, yeah. I'm going to back away. Yeah, because you don't want to be that person. Do you know how much effort that is? Yeah, it's a <laughs> it lot of work. It takes so much work. It's a full-time job. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. No, I just don't. Not at this point in my life. Nope, sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't have that mental capacity anymore. Yeah, and it's good. I think that's healthy. Or I just don't want to give you that mental capacity. Anymore. Yeah. But that's you, you shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So I know that we, I don't know how long we've been friends for, but like... Oh, God. At least 10 years, because I know 10 years ago is when I was working at sex toy shops, and I was telling you that that was one of my first jobs, I think. Yeah. It's been a a while. It's been a long time, actually. But I think now... Something like that. Eight to 10 years. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, So you told me that you and guys talk about masturbation like it's a joke kind of thing. You guys talk about porn like it's a joke kind of thing, but like... No. Sorry. No. Let me clarify it. Not me and guys. This is just how I've seen it in my interactions with men. Okay. My friends and I never really talk about it oh so then who talks about it like people in the circle that you're not close to or no just in general okay like, I, I, I've never had a deep conversation with another man about masturbation like a guy you know like a yeah. friend yeah like other guys are just like joke about ever. it ever it's just always in passing like a joke like in a group setting at work somebody makes a joke about jerking off like ah that's funny All right, move on it's never been serious my only serious conversations about masturbation have been with a woman interesting why do you think that is most of my conversations about masturbation are very serious with other women because we're both yeah. the same gender. Yeah, yeah. Not so serious with men. Um, so I have like the opposite. I don't know. I, I think it's like a weird thing for guys to talk about that. Well, because you had to make it a joke. Yes. Right? So right. Then how, never... how are you going to talk seriously if it's exactly. like a joke? Yeah. Because, you know what? That's probably why I don't talk about masturbation with guys because they're like jokey about it. With themselves, and then when I talk about it, then they'll either, like, sexualize me, so then I don't talk about it, but then when I talk to women about it, it's, like, a larger conversation about their own self-identity, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. learning about themselves, or, like, oh, my yeah. God, I, and I think what's very interesting is, I think when you talk to a woman that you're involved with, you like to push limits yeah. sexually, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I wanna, you want to, I want to push past your limits, I want, like, to see... This open up, go break, break your walls. Yeah, and it's really exciting because women have so many. Yeah, to kind of yeah, break and through. like for a dude, it's always like, only- oh shit, that's crazy. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, right? like yeah, that, remember I told you that's how my experience was in the beginning. Yeah, it's all like kind of just always opening. It's like, oh shit, you like this too? Fuck, this is nuts. Like yeah, I'm a child at that point, right? <laughs> like oh my god, this is wild. Like I can't believe like real porn is happening with me. Like you know, because that's your idea of sex. Yeah, and like yeah. So, like, that's where it opened up for me. And that's why, like, I've always just been very comfortable talking to women about masturbation than with dudes. Sure. You just can't have that conversation. You just, it's just been, like, almost like this box that doesn't never gets open. Yeah. Um, so, what do you talk about with masturbation? Like, do you talk about, like, what's the difference mm-hmm. between you sharing masturbation stories or, like, sharing porn links to phone sex? Like, where, where do the lines cross for you? I think it's all blurred. Okay. I don't think there's a line. Like, can you talk about porn and masturbation and share links and, like, yeah. masturbation stuff with people you're platonic with? Or is there always a... Yeah. Con- like, then when does it cross the line to sexual context? When you talk about them in context of whatever you guys are talking about. Like, um, like, oh, I saw this porno and let's recreate scene one. Like, would you ever do that? Or would it always just be, like... Oh, cool! Share your porn stories with me and your like masturbation stories, and then like 
you guys have a secondary creation of your own movie? I think it's been both, to be honest. It's always been dependent on where the conversation leads. Okay. I don't push it. I just don't push it. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I just don't push it. Well, I don't. I think you should, right? Because if you push it, then... Yeah, like, it's like, okay, if it's just a platonic, like, hey, check this out, cool. But if it's like, oh, this is really hot, let's watch it together, cool, let's do that, too. Like, I'm not chasing sex, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's just another layer of a different type of intimacy that you Yeah, talk like... About. So, I think it's really annoying, because, like, I'll talk to you about masturbation, but we'll both talk about that it's a great, like, nighttime thing. Like, a nightcap, sure. we'll yeah. talk about, like, being in the pocket, you yeah. know, about, like, whether or not, like... You <laughs> the know, pocket! <laughs> Sometimes it's just yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. and then the pocket is like you're in the zone. This can last for like a real session, yeah. and it would be an ideal like sex session when you're like you know in the prime when because yeah. not every time you have sex is and in the zone, right? Yeah, so like that's normal. Sometimes you, know, you just want to come and you're like, all right, fuck, all right, thank God, let me just go to bed now. Yeah. So Other like, times you just want to keep going. Right? Yeah. Like, Do yeah. you have different levels of masturbation? Yeah, hundred percent. Like that? That's the pocket. Okay. Sometimes it's just like, ah, sometimes I do it. I'm like, why the fuck did I even jerk? Like, did I even need to? Like, other times it's like, god damn, this is like, just keep shit. going yeah. and going and going. But at that time, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, most of the times when I've gone longer, has been with like another person. Because you're talking to the other person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just keep going. It's like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Keep going. okay. So it's kind of like it actually is sex, but then it's just like with each other separately. Yeah, but it's been platonic. I don't know how to explain it. What do you mean? So, like, you guys just keep exchanging texts, but then you're just talking about each other's masturbations, but yeah, then yeah, yeah. you're not thinking of each other having sex. I guess so. Okay. So, that's really cool, because then you literally are just celebrating the other person's yeah. ownership over their own body, which is huge. Yeah, that just happened in the past, like, where there was a friend of mine from university. We had a lot of phone sex, but we never wanted to actually fuck each other. Really? So, how did that go? Fine. Did you have sex eventually? Nope. So then how did you guys get into the conversation? Sharing so, links and talking about like sexuality and she like super wild about different things and I was like, cool, that's oh, fuck, that's crazy. Do you watch a lot of porn that's like of someone masturbating? No. Or do you watch like sex sex? Sex sex. Okay. Well I thought that's interesting because like some people watch that porn, which is what you're saying with that yeah, girl, yeah, like yeah. it's it's literally just auditory or it's literally just watching her get off. You know? But you watch regular Yeah, this stuff. was in university, though. Like, okay. I remember, like, and, like, we never actually actually hooked up. Hmm. Were you... But I, I knew everything about her. Like, all the kinky shit that she enjoyed and loved and wanted to. You know, like, oh. It's, like, the weirdest fucking dynamic I've ever had. Like, weird because I don't know how to explain it. If I see her in person, I'm, like, not attracted to her. She's mm. not attracted to me. I have a lot of relationships like that. Because, mm. like... I talk about masturbation and porn heavily with all of my friends, mm -hmm. right? So most of the time it is platonic, but it helps me get a better relationship with them. Yeah. Because now they can feel comfortable with me. Yeah, we're like to be vulnerable. Be yeah. Cool as fuck when we talk about anything. That's what I mean because that is the yeah. most insecure thing. Like, oh my god, this person's gonna think yeah. I'm gross because of my kinky shit. Yeah. As soon as you've allowed them that it's okay, yeah. that means anything's on the table at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. And like, I think even if we had sex, it wouldn't. Even I don't know how to explain it. Sex isn't the goal. You know, a lot of guys are just like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her about masturbation. I'll, I'll talk to her about her feelings and her things and the work and all the things. No, we never So got, that we like, get to sex. Yeah, you know, like, you're like, that's the never, goal. Yeah, I never got there. Yeah. Like, I know everything about her. She's telling me about everything. Like, around her. And 
insecurities or ex-boyfriends, breakups, and all that shit. But, like, we never hooked up, never wanted to. So then when are you actually attracted to the woman that you want to ask me? I told you, like, fucking get me to talk. Like, <laughs> engage a dog. Like, not chasing. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I just don't give a shit. But you're saying, like, this girl would get vulnerable with you, tell you all of her insecurities, she'll tell you, can you shit? We were in in school in, like, part of, like, the same club in university, I think. I don't even know how we met, to be honest. But, like, um, yeah, we just hang out and be fun. Like, it's just jokes, go to parties together and all that stuff. Never attracted to each other. Ever. Uh, To this day, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) She doesn't care either. Um, but we would talk and we were just very open. She was also very open, which I found pleasant. So you don't have to like really want to fuck you to be a friend with you to be, have, have a conversation about sex. Which I think is very healthy. Right, yeah, yeah. And she actually changed a lot of my perspective on, on that. I think it's because of her I don't give a shit. Well, because it, it wasn't the goal. Yeah, it never was. Yeah. Like my goal wasn't like, I'm going to get her to talk about sex and I'm going to fuck. Mm-hmm. And like, just, yeah. It was just very normal conversation. And be like, oh, check this out. Send me a link. Like, oh, shit. Oh, all right, hold on. Let me send you one. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think based on your behavior or like how she introduced you to this behavior, it's how you behave with others. Yeah, I think it also goes back to like that ex-girlfriend that I was telling you about in university. We started off having phone sex. Yes. Yeah. So it was like kind of like normalized for me. That you just always have phone sex with girls. We're like that talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't always just have phone sex with girls. Like, or that it's an okay thing. That yeah, like it's fine. Like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that just makes me sound fucking weird. Like, we're not gonna fuck until we have phone sex. Like, <laughs> imagine it's like this is a. It's like sorry, uh, like listen. Before I know we start, we're about to do phone. this, but like, it's cool. If you sit in your bedroom. I sit on the couch. Right? Is that cool if we do that first? <laughs> no, it's not about. That. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, that's what I mean. Like, um, so you get to learn about other people's sexuality, like women specifically. Mm-hmm. What do you think that you know more out of these relationships? Because, like, you're not having sex with them, yeah. but you, you're getting into an intimate space with them. Yeah. With other men, like other male peers that you have, what would you give an advice guys, to guys them? At least, sorry. You don't have the, you don't have this conversation yeah, with each other. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's just it's never happened. At least in my, I can't speak for everybody. I don't know what other dudes talk about or they don't. So don't. you've never told a male friend that you have phone sex with other chicks or that you like send each other porn never, links. No. I, really? So the conversation I have with women, I like, hey, that's between you and I. No one else needs to know about it. I don't know if you're comfortable with me talking to other dudes about our conversations. I don't know. If I'm like telling you all this like personal stuff about me, I don't definitely want that out in the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you want that in the world from from like, oh shit, guess what this person told me last night? Check this out. Like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean like sharing like the actual details, but like let's say like if you and guys like talk about relationship issues with whoever you guys are seeing, mm-hmm. um, and maybe there's intimacy issues, right? And it's like, oh, she recently complained about some sex thing. Would you not say, like, why don't you ask her how she masturbates? Or is that, like, oh, totally off the table? Because, like, you'd be telling a guy how to have sex properly with his girl? I've had that conversation girl. with a woman, but not with men. Interesting. 
So like a girl will tell you her sex problems with the guy she's actually yeah. with, and then you will give yes. her advice, but you will that doesn't happen the other way. Yeah, it's because that ne- that question, at least in my circle of friends, and it's just never been brought up. Right? Yeah. So it's well, that see that I think that, is and I don't probe it either. Like, oh. Part of me also just I don't care. If you want to tell me, you tell me. If you tell me, we can have a conversation. If you don't, cool. I don't push it. Well, I just think it's problematic because it is. Girls talk about it with each other. Because girls always think that they are not doing enough for the man. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. they're like, all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, you're he's going to leave me for a hotter chick yeah, or like, yeah. the, whatever, right? Where the insecurity it, always comes. If I guys think it's the are, first thing that hits a woman, right? Yeah. Insecurity. What so, am I fucked up on? So if guys don't talk about it with each other, yeah. which means they don't think about it, which means they're not insecure about it, mm-hmm. which means they're not going to solve the sex I don't issue, think, right? I don't think it's that they're not insecure about it. It's just they don't have the conversation or the space to have the conversation. Because they don't know how to with each other. Is it because like they're just afraid of like sounding gay? And they think it's, they think it's I don't know if it's something like that. gay or it's just sounding weak. Male, male ego. That's the most powerful fucking thing in the world. Yeah, so I can't be weak in front of my friends. What happened? I'll have erectile difficulties. No dude wants to admit that. Interesting. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I don't know how many of my friends have ED. Maybe a lot of them do. I have no fucking clue. It's very common, so I wouldn't, right, like, I wouldn't doubt it. But you're right, yeah, no, they don't I talk about no it. I have no idea. No clue. Never had that conversation with a friend. It's funny because when I talk about erectile disorders from guys that I know to other women, they wait until all the other women have commented about it. Like maybe it's a group. It then they'll bring it up when they're just like, oh, because Amanda brought it up, I can bring this up. And then if yeah, she brings it up. Like, those are like taboo subjects, but yeah. the reality is a lot of fucking people suffer from it. And uh, if they didn't, Viagra wouldn't be as popular as it is. Neither would be Cialis. Neither would be all these like uh, online pharmacies that are selling ED pills. There wouldn't be a business that's so lucrative if this wasn't the case. And I think it's a lot of it to do with your mindset, right? Like yeah, if, if he's mentally not secure with it, right? All of, look, everyone has, I think everyone has uh, some sort of insecurity. <laughs> Yeah. Every single person does. I do. You do. Everyone does. And if someone tells you I'm not insecure, they're fucking lying. <laughs> like they're lying to you. Every single person has an insecurity or more. How you deal with it is different. How you choose to manage it is different. So I just, I'm going to wrap up here with what uh, negative ideas of your male peers like do they have that you disagree with the most in terms of how they view women in society? In general, you mean like, uh, what is? I think bravado sucks. To be honest, okay, we, gotta, we gotta change that topic. In general, just we have to be more. Uh, so hold on, let me take this back for a second. It needs to go both ways. Men need to be more vulnerable, and women need to allow men to be more vulnerable as well. Uh, okay. It's reciprocation, right? Like, mm-hmm. Let me be able to express my emotions freely be okay with it there's also an element of it where when women see a man, man cry or not being like women want men to be great like the breadwinners and in general i'm generalizing here like i'm not saying everyone does like but there's that stigma in the world if you saw two guys one's crying the other's like doing push-ups who are you going to be attracted to who are you going to go talk to you might go talk to the other guy who's crying and ask him what he's doing or you walk away 
I, I just think like you gotta break the stigmas, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's, and well, the problem is, <laughs> this is how you've grown up for like X amount of years. Habits die hard unless you actively change habit. Well, you know what's interesting that you, you gotta s- break that. That you said bra- bravado because I think it's incredibly brave for a man to be vulnerable in front of a woman. I think it's incredibly. But it's brave. never thought about. It's that not. Way. Yeah. It's not looked upon. But it's, it's so brave and yeah. like so brave for a woman to allow a man to be vulnerable with her because the woman is always the one vulnerable. For sure. Right? It's right. usually her role. So if she's going to allow the man to take that role from her or share that role, that's incredibly brave too. Like I didn't make Mothers it do it. At all. When you're a kid and you cry, your mom's there to comfort you. Not your dad. Yeah. Your mom is. Exactly. So if you take away her role like that, you know. Why can't you do that with your wife, your girlfriend, your, mm-hmm. your friend who's a woman? Yeah. And still go and punch someone in the face. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can do all of it. Why, yeah. can't, why can't both be okay? But it's not. Right? It sucks. But that's just reality. So yeah. a lot of people front. It's just generally fronting. And then I have another question on the flip side. What uh, negative thoughts do women have about themselves that you wish you could change? I think it's the same comment, to be honest. To allow vulnerability or to yeah. not, not look at guys as brave? Yeah, so that comment, that comment that we talked about holds both ways, right? Like, yeah. And so back to the example of me saying hi to a woman in, a, in an elevator, don't think I'm trying to hit on you. Can't. Because that's what you've been used to forever. 99 times that's what's happening. The 100th time when somebody's actually trying to ask you for something or like just being genuine conversation, you don't know how to distinguish it. You can't. Fucking hard. Or else you've been called naive. And then, you know, you let your guard down. You have sex with a guy. You break up. Oh, I'm so dumb for fucking trusting him. And you're back to square one. One more question. What topics that we spoke about today would be interesting for us to unpack further, but with a different anonymous guy? Being vulnerable. Um, male bravado, male ego, ego in general. Um, I think it'd be super interesting to talk to a woman about like what it's, a, it's pretty fucking obvious as to why it happens, but how does the woman break down her walls? How do you not assume bad intent, malintent from the other guy? I, that's interesting that that's what you care about. Well, no, it's just it's an yeah. it's an interesting thing. Like that's what I've experienced. Like, and then I'm just like, all right, I'm not gonna go out of my way to try to win you over. I don't know you. I was just trying to say what's up. Well, I think it's because I come from the other side where, like, I've met people like you that will say something and I'll ignore them, and then they'll go on their way. And then I've met people that will say something, follow me to the next street, say something, follow me to the next street, until I finally say something off, right? So it's like, I I don't know the difference, right? So I I don't know who's Which is is what I'm saying. Like, that's an interesting thing to talk about because, like, for you, 99 times, it's been fucking creeper stalker. But, unfortunately... The ones that persist, I will have to give them attention because I've ignored them for X time. But I don't want to credit those guys as the right step because no, that was aggressive, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So is that good? Or is that bad? Yeah, I don't know. It's a very know. interesting topic because yeah, I didn't even unpack that yet. So and, and I think that's also like that's what I'm talking about. Like the male ego women want guys to be aggressive, want them to be. Pursuer, pursuer yes. or puts their foot down or make the decision the decision maker 
do I have to be? Fuck, there's a lot of pressure, man. Like, do I need to be the decision maker? Why can't you be the decision maker? Why don't you go on your knees and give me a ring? Why do I have to do it? Why do I have to go and buy a ring? Why can't you buy me one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, legit. That's not even a joke. That's a legitimate question. Like, why can't you buy me a ring? Why do I have to propose to you? I mean, I don't like it. I hate that one person has to ask for permission of the other. I think both should just be on equal playing field. Why don't we go to the ring shop together? You buy me one, I buy you one, and we fucking put it on each other's hands. Yeah. We we move on. Why does it have to be me to do it? That's what I think. People have to be like, oh, that was a surprise. They had no idea. And it's just like, he has to like convince you and like like, how the fuck was that a surprise you've been living together for so long you've talked about getting married and now finally do this giving you a ring and you're blown away like this happened like what this is normal and that's fucking tv for you right they're like oh my god expectation like god damn like why don't we fucking put that money towards a house or something more meaningful and tangible if we know we're gonna get married like so you just instagram your ring tell your friends how great that moment was Status. Really? Perception? Yeah. Interesting. All right, we'll end there. Those are fun conversations. So here's a rare story of a guy that never gets a break because so many of us are hurting and we're also used to hurting people back. I'm definitely guilty of bad decisions in my own relationships. And honestly, I'm still struggling on not putting all men in the same bucket. But I do like the idea of breaking barriers when it comes to sharing porn, talking about masturbation, and having phone sex, and also with platonic partners. What do we think, guys? Can we open up this conversation with people that we're not actually having sex with? As always, make sure to subscribe. And if you'd like to be on the show or know someone with a unique perspective, slide into my DMs at Miss Amanda channel on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday with more episodes of The 100 Mass Men.